The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Save our wildlife, save the environment, save our world. It all starts with a little knowledge. Welcome to Our Wild World with L.A. Weiss. There is so much that's being done and can be done with help from specialists and marginalized community groups to you. We'll discuss the future of Africa, the wildlife, and the people, and show you how it affects the entire planet. Now, here is Ellie Weiss from the Wild Eyes Foundation. Welcome to Our Wild World. Today, we're traveling around the world to a territory I have not yet visited, Thailand. We briefly touched on some issues in this part of the world in a previous episode and what is happening with the elephants. Today, my guest, Peter Alexander, is also a multi-talented filmmaker, creator of the film The Earth Trembled, about Asian elephants, and he's also focused on the interface between nature and humans. Peter is also a writer and author of the children's book series, Mubu, which we'll get into today, and also the founder of the Project 99, which our listeners can find on Facebook. All of this being perfect subject matter for our wild world. Peter's work has taken him in many directions, and our topics today will encompass the multitude of projects that Peter is involved in. So, without further delay, I'd like to welcome my guest, Peter Alexander. Uh, Good day, Ellie. It's uh, about six in the morning. I see sunrise here in Trong, Thailand. And, of course, it's evening in uh, wonderful, beautiful Colorado. Well, early evening. we still got sunlight going. So it's just amazing in, in, in the simple fact that you can be in Thailand 13 hours ahead of me. And um, here it is evening for me, morning for you. And we can connect real time via technology. I find that just astonishing. And yes, it's one of those wonderful. miracles. I'm sorry? Right. I say it's one of those miracles of modern technology. And we're going to get into that as part of our subject matter today, that this technology we have so taken for granted, um, at least the upcoming younger generations who have never been without it, consider it to be a part and parcel of their lifestyle. But we're going to talk about what would happen if that should go away. But before we go there, Peter, um, I'd like to have our listeners and our audience understand a little bit more about you. So Peter and I became acquainted via Facebook, which we were talking about, and his point of view and perspective engaged me immediately. 
And as we were saying, the internet is an amazing place and one we take for granted. But let's start with some background of Peter's journey from the U.S. and founding of the film company Kennebec Entertainment to Boulder, Colorado, somewhat near my neck of the woods, to being in Trang, Thailand. How did how did that all come about, Peter? Well, it's a very long story, and I realize we don't have a great deal of time, so I'm going to I'm going to sort of fast fast talk it. Um, I've actually lived in many city, many places in, in the United States, born in New York City. The last, the last uh, cities that I have lived in before returning to Thailand about 11 years ago uh, was Los Angeles and San Francisco, where I was in the motion picture business, or trying to be. Um, so, the, But basically the reason for Thailand is uh, when I was living in Annandale, Virginia, I met a Thai woman who had lived in uh, America for 30 years and spoke excellent uh, English, and uh, we fell in love and married and so forth, and uh, had a family. And uh, we moved to Thailand originally uh, in uh, 1979, um, where we, we uh, opened and uh, ran an advertising agency that became quite, uh, quite successful. Uh, uh, I, so we lived there running that advertising agency for about eight years. And then I had to return to America because my mother was grave, gravely ill. And that led to a five-year five year stay because uh, I, I personally was taking care of my mother in Arizona, as a matter of fact. And uh, following, following all of that, uh, or, or as a part of, of that, I, be, I got more involved in the film industry. I was writing, while I was taking care of my mom, I was writing screenplays and traveling back and forth between Arizona and Los, Los Angeles. And one thing led to another, and uh, it was quite an adventure. Film, filmmaking is uh, not the easiest uh, field to break, yeah. yeah, to break into because of the amounts of money that are required to make a motion picture. But um, uh, at least we, these days, it's kind of hard to operate on a shoestring. But I think part of what we're going to be talking about is we do have to get back to some of those more simpler roots. So, from um, Arizona and LA and the film business, where does Kennebec Entertainment come in here? Well, I formed that company to, to, to make the films that I had been developing. And uh, I suddenly returned to, uh, to Thailand in 2002. Uh, I wasn't sure exactly. Uh, I was actually representing a uh, Chicago company that, uh, that was in the energy-saving business. And uh, trying because I had a background in Thailand, they asked me to come over here. One thing that has led to another, and here I continue to be 11 years later, developing, uh, well, as you mentioned, I, I developed uh, the Mubu series of uh, children's books because of my lifelong interest in animals. Uh, as, you, as you know, uh, as we, we talked about the fact that I had um, made a motion picture, a documentary film that won a lot of awards back in back when I was in the United States. It was called The Animals Are Crying. 
and it was about the the problems that still that still go on today with the overpopulation of cats and dogs and the reason for that overpopulation and a solution for that problem. Uh, and is that so, film still available? Is it? Um, uh, can I, our listeners find it on YouTube or through no, Netflix I've, or Amazon? No, I don't think so. I've lost track of it since uh, since the. Uh, the 70s when I produced it, but uh, uh, as I say, it won three major film festival awards and actually got me going as a film as a filmmaker. Uh, when I returned, when I came to Thailand um, to to run this advertising agency, I produced about 30 TV commercials here, one which won a major international award. So so. Uh, but what's going on now is is, is that the Mubu series has been very successful. I th- think you can still find that on Amazon, but I haven't been working. It's 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 uh, Mubu is a little girl who uh, saved various animals, and there's four books. The first one is about a gibbon. The second one is about a tiger, and also uh, saving fresh water shrimp. Uh, the third book is about Mubu. Uh, uh, getting her first elephant or having her first elephant sort of as her pet. And the fourth book, which is not released yet, uh, is about Mubu saving a uh, spotted owl. And uh, so we've covered owls, tigers, elephants, and gibbons, as well as the freshwater shrimp. And the, the series uh, has slowed down a little bit because of uh, because I fund everything myself, Ellie. And uh, sometimes uh, I get so many. It's it's a difficult process. So I'm going to back up one second. Our listeners, you can find uh, on Facebook, Peter Alexander. And I strongly urge and suggest our audience to check him out because he's, as you're you're being able to tell from our conversation today, he covers a wide variety of current topics that are critical to get back onto our mental landscape today as so many years have passed since the animals are crying, which sounds like it's still timely for today. And uh, the earth trembled in terms of what's going on with African and Asian elephants. And you can also find the Mubu series page on Facebook and you'll see the fabulous artistic uh, uh, quality of the the drawings and the illustrations and bits about the story. So, listeners, check that out uh, and uh, go to Facebook and learn a lot more. So, um, before we get into more of the filmmaking and uh, author series, you're, you're so fascinating, it's going to be hard to cover everything today. Let's back up, because during our conversation, we got into um, a discussion and a dialogue about the Internet. And uh, it's definitely uh, an issue today, and you had brought up the point that it's a very huge issue, and there is a battle going on that's getting crazier, not only to save our planet and ourselves, but the Internet battle. And if we lose our voice here, and I'm quoting from you, we, as a global community, won't be talking much. So tell us a little bit about this battle, this Internet battle. Well, I, it's, it's one of the many things that I talk about on, on, on Facebook. I feel duty-bound to go on Facebook every day 
to share uh, other people's uh, information and my own information that I find out. Um, it's a it's a huge huge problem that we have with uh, governments, our the U.S. government and other governments that are that are trying to oppress the the average people, the average person, and uh, uh, net neutrality, which is which is uh, something that the FCC uh, is is considering. Um, Although there are many, many people protesting this uh, new direction to to slow, to greatly slow down our our uh, ability to communicate on Facebook, uh, but to have other uh, entities that can use the uh, uh, the, format, the faster the venue the fa- yeah the faster uh, uh, Facebook. It's all a deliberate effort to to. Uh, you know, to make it more difficult for people like you and I and all the other friends that we have on, on Facebook. You and, you and I both have very busy uh, 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 timelines on, on, on Facebook and we talk about a lot of things and it scares uh, the oppressive uh, regimes in our own country and in others. It scares them that we are able to freely share and protest and, and, and so forth. There are so many areas as you know, as you know uh, so many areas that are that are that are robbing the people the average person of, of his freedoms I feel like the US Constitution which I have studied and loved very much is greatly has been greatly uh, ravaged by uh, by by our government uh, freedom of speech freedom of congregation of, of people uh, there's so many, and uh, so we're fighting back against uh, oppressive, uh, oppressive government, which is basically serving uh, the 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 wealthy. There's many names for the wealthy that that are we 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 consider the masters of our governments now. Uh, that one percent. Yeah, the one percent exactly, exactly, Ellie. So it's it's a good point because the one percent isn't just about the wealth in your pocket it's also about the powers that be and when the corporate interest and the wealth in the pocket starts to supersede the um, rights or freedoms whether um, imagined real or presumed of the global citizen the international citizen then we certainly have some things to worry about Uh, we've got just a couple minutes here until the break and you said an interesting term net neutrality um, explain that. What is? What do you mean uh, I, by that? I, I I can't. I think I think your your listeners can Google uh, Tom Wheeler and the FCC and net neutrality uh, because Ellie, I I span so many different subjects that I that I don't get into the fine details of of the ones that I'm not actually writing about in my in my in my stories. And that too is a big issue today. As you'd said, we're we're all busy. We all have the things that take priority in our everyday lives and there's so much happening today that a tool like Facebook for you and I, it's it's a tool of research and connectedness as opposed to the selfie uh concept. So um <laughs> what we need to realize here and I think the core of this particular part is to realize that 
we should not be taking our voice and our freedom to communicate on this issue so for granted. And I would urge my listeners to get involved because it is your voice that is trying to be silenced. So we've got um, a couple of minutes here and we've, um, uh, so you're in Trang, Thailand, and you're currently working on a wide variety of projects uh, and MUBU is one and we just talked about net neutrality and just for our audience um, I'm going to just sort of give a little bit of a fact here the uh, internet was technically launched in uh, 1980 March 12 1989 but wasn't really noted until months later in August when Tim Berners-Lee posted his design for a system to communicate between computers on an, uh, a list news group at the time. So it's grown from that inauspicious beginning to what we have as Facebook today. So, um, Peter, you're involved in many, many things. Let's talk about, let's get started into this newest project that you've just launched, Project 99. And we're probably going to have to cut away, but we'll rejo- we've got one minute left. So, I'll tell you what, why don't we head into our break now? And uh, we're with my guest, Peter Alexander. We're speaking uh, to him in Trang, Thailand. So stick with us because we have a whole lot of information to cover. And we're going to come back with a fascinating project, Project 99. So stick with us. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wildlife. No wild, no life. Big, scary, beautiful. Predators are in danger. Without them, our rivers dry up. Our forests don't grow. Our communities go hungry. Our biodiversity crumbles. Wildlife drives our planet's ecosystems. The wild effect. It's in our hands. Ellie founded Wild Eyes Foundation because she loves Africa and to remind us that there are more harmonious and less destructive ways to live on our planet. She does this so we may be able to look inside ourselves and understand the deeper partnerships that connect us all and to take responsibility for our lives and our Earth. Africa is one of our last remaining wild places and the origins of humanity. It is irreplaceable. Africa is at a crossroads, on the brink of possibilities. We can choose to let its wildlife be lost forever, or we can help save it. In Africa, it is still possible to make a difference. Visit us at www.wildeyes.org to learn how you can make a difference. We only have one Earth. If we don't care, who will? W-I-L-D-I-Z-E dot O-R-G. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Ellie Weiss and Our Wild World. We want to hear from you. Call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
If you'd rather send us an email, please send it to wildeyes at wildeyes.org. That's W-I-L-D-I-Z-E at W-I-L-D-I-Z-E dot O-R-G. Now, back to our wild world. And welcome back. This is Ellie Weiss and Our Wild World and my fascinating guest today, Peter Alexander. So before the break, we started to touch on the variety of uh, issues and work that Peter's involved in. And we briefly touched on Mubu, the children's series. Um, and I had mentioned the illustrations. And Peter, uh, tell us about the artist. It took me seven years to find the right artist for Mubu. And it turned out to be a gentleman from Joinville, Brazil, called uh, named Paulo Sergio. And he has illustrated all of the uh, the Mubu books and uh, brilliantly. And uh, he is also mentioned uh, to some other publishers in in, uh, in Brazil the possibility that we could move uh, Mubu to to Brazil to work with uh, endangered animals in that country. So just recently, I received a uh, an email from a publisher in Brazil asking if I was interested in in uh, in uh, having some books done with uh, Mubu in Brazil and I said of course and uh, so I'm waiting to hear what might might come from Brazil as far as uh, future books for Mubu well this is fascinating so our our audience in Brazil check this out and learn more about Paulo the uh, artist and fabulous illustrations and this once again brings me back to um, an issue of funding. Funding is important. Peter, do you have a way that our listeners or people who are interested can donate to support your uh, projects? Well, as we spoke uh, privately a week or so ago, uh, Ellie, what, what we need to do is to crowdfund some of, uh, some of these books because, uh, as I said before, I personally have been funding uh, just about everything that comes out from me. Although, I must tell you something you don't know, uh, is that I have just sent another book uh, called The Girl Who Threw Stars, uh, a novel, to a publisher. So, I mean, I am am investing in that publisher, and I don't don't think I want to say much more about that book because it won't come out until August. Well... We'll have uh, an opportunity to to discuss that later, but that's the basically the first book that I have not had to to print and publish through Kennebec uh, Kennebec Publishing. Well, congratulations but- are due, and once again, I have to say thank you for taking time today to talk with me. You're a very busy man, and I appreciate your willingness to share yourself, your journey, and your work with my audience. So. Um, We've asked people to find Mubu on Facebook and find you on Facebook. And uh, we're working towards uh, a way that we can engage our listeners to help fund projects like this because it does take money today. Uh, the world goes around on it. Filmmaking is expensive, but it doesn't always require huge masses of money. But 
in in crowdfunding, maybe we've got a listener out here who knows how to do this and has a philanthropic bent and would be willing to contact me at wildeyes at wildeyes.org or Peter through his Facebook page. And perhaps we can get something going. And that's what our wild world is about, engaging people to take action, to take what they see out there and turn it into something amazing, which you have done, Peter. So um, let's move on to... Uh, a little bit about Project 99, which is a coalescence of a wide variety of important issues of to you and to me. That's why we're here. Human rights, animal rights, the natural world, and the human landscape all sort of comes together in Project 99. Tell us what this is about. Okay, all of my projects that I've ever worked on, um, uh, although some of them are a little more entertainment-oriented, but just about everything that I write has, has a cause uh, related to it. Um, as I said, like the, the animals are crying was about uh, the overpopulation of, of uh, cats and dogs in America. and I was, I was inspired to, to, to write that motion picture by the fact that I heard that 25,000 cats and dogs were being euthanized every day in, uh, in, in American shelters. And why was this? It's horrible. So anyway, but that's the distant past. The present is much, is much, more, uh, much more complicated and, and, and quite, quite scary. Yesterday, yesterday uh, a Facebook friend contacted me for advice about moving out of the United States. Um, uh, at a, in, <clears throat> in a certain period of time because of uh, uh, the threat represented by uh, something called Agenda 21, which you can look up and Google again. It's very, very complicated. But in short, uh, my dear radio listeners, uh, Agenda 21 is said to be a device to depopulate uh, the world because the world is overpopulated and uh, uh, it's not necessarily nice a nice way to uh, to change the world to to uh, to poison the world through through chemicals in the air and the water and to uh, uh, evict cor- corruptly evict uh, people from their homes in America for instance 10 million, there's been 10 million evictions. Uh, In the uh, U.S. since, since, let's say, the the economic bubble? is. Yeah, 2007 to 2013. And I I started following this on Facebook. I don't have that particular problem. I rent an apartment in uh, in Trong, and, you know, my life is relatively easier than the people who are being evicted from their homes in America. But it's and a very real, real problem we're facing today. We hear it on the headlines all the time, not just the U.S., but everywhere in the world. Right, right. It's a tremendous problem. And, and uh, uh, I began to, to write a project uh, based on, in part, uh, a screenplay project based in part on, uh, on the fact that, that people were fighting uh, being kicked out of their homes, and, and basically a lot of people end up on the street living in their cars. It's uh, and now the government is uh, threatens to jail 
uh, homeless people. It's it's uh, it's it's a. I don't want to get into the whole huge picture of what's going on because you don't have enough time. Well, I you think your point work. is is that we have seriously, seriously taken a wrong turn, not only in this dominant Western culture, but passing this off as being the best of the best and. It's it's spreading throughout other cultures that this is something uh, to be proud of, and it's it's seriously a human rights issue when the one percent truly controls the rest of the global ninety nine percent. Exactly. That's 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 my whole my whole effort is to to make to to change that. And uh, uh, you and I are both part of the ninety nine because we're not uh, we're not billionaires, and so it affects. It affects us uh, tremendously. Uh, so I began to write a screenplay called 99. Now, initially, it was about another issue, Ellie, that uh, concerned me greatly. I started to follow it. It was really a, started to be about uh, human trafficking, which is another issue that we could spend a long time talking about. And as I studied human trafficking, I found out that a lot of it was was sex trafficking, or as some of my Facebook friends would like me to say, it's about sexual slavery, which uh, exists uh, in America and, of course, many, many, many other countries and, of course, is an issue right now in, uh, in Africa and, and, and other, other places. So I, I started to look at the statistics, and although some people argue about the statistics, um, I found that there were, in recent years, approximately 300,000 missing teenage girls, and I, I, the boys may be included, but but uh, girls were the major were the major uh, people who were missing and being sexually exploited, and uh, so I did quite a bit of research on it, and I started to write a screenplay about it, but uh, at the same time, uh, I saw that that uh, homes broken homes broken families caused by these evictions were one of the one of the forces that was that, that were creating um, uh, uh, missing missing children who were then exploited by by people who uh, would use them for for sexual slavery and I found out I guess I, I should make this point very clear Ellie one of the main points that uh, uh, that I discovered was that that uh, people who uh, engage in drug running uh, or gun running uh, uh, wildlife trafficking yeah but they have found essentially that the trafficking of girls for sexual purposes uh, is a is a safer and more lucrative business than even than even uh, drug dealing because because girls uh, used for sex can be used over and over again. It's not like selling drugs and it's a one-time deal. Uh, there, there are, for instance, there is a, uh, there has been. I don't know if it still exists. Uh, a sex highway, uh, I believe, extending from Seattle to uh, San Diego, where girls are are, are run uh, from town to town, used for sex, sold for sex, and then moved on. To the next town, and it's they can an, be used. It's an entrapment. And yeah, what absolutely. what I'm hearing you say is, 
which which is really critically important and i would love to talk about this some more because it does tie in to our wild world what is happening people are falling through the cracks as we hear in our comfort of the western world and this dominant culture we're insulated from larger goings-on oftentimes we can pick and choose what we want to have front and center in our brains but that doesn't mean this is going away so in this economic boom and bust in this uh, 1% taking over the 99, which is the title of this project, and hopefully a film, that uh, we're slipping through the cracks. People, real people, and usually girls, are falling through the cracks and disappearing. Well, that's what this film is about. And it's about about five girls, as you will see, if you find my... uh, 99 project on uh, on on Facebook and I understand there's a little bit of a problem finding it uh, because there's so many things on Facebook with uh, nine, the 99 name but uh, um, I think what what we've been doing Ellie and you know uh, I've been I think we're going to make a new I think uh, my my partner uh, Rick Lucy a San Francisco artist will be posting uh, is posting some new material on this as we speak right now. Um, Excellent. Yeah, and uh, so please uh, look for it. And all that I know how to do at this point, and I will do after we get off uh, off the radio, uh, is start to tag people um, and and try to draw them to the to the site. But but uh, uh, well, you bring up it, a really important point. We have a voice. We have this fascinating technology, the web. We have an incredible tool, Facebook, and it is all about connecting. So I strongly urge our audience to connect and speak up and use this voice we have. Because, Peter, I'm going to take you to something that I feel is very important that you had said. And I'm going to quote you, how the powerless can gain more power by doing things like making movies that have a huge profit but also an impact but the point is that they tell the stories that we want to get out exactly ellie and you and i spoke uh, the other day about uh, the promised land matt matt damon's uh, the movie i think matt damon was was in, he starred in and was and was involved in producing i believe and promised land is about is an anti-fracking uh, uh movie which is another issue uh that I post on sometimes, but it's not it's not one that I that I it, write about. It's part of a, a larger issue, which is there right. are I, I think where we're getting to in, in between Kennebec Entertainment, uh your writings, your film uh scripts and the movies and Project ninety nine, is that today film is such a an incredible media to get across points of import, social import and social impact as opposed to sheer escapist entertainment. Oh, thank you for that, uh, Ellie. There are so many bad movies with explosions and and uh, and uh, car chases and fist fights and so forth. There's so much junk out there that that when some of these films do break through, such as the the Promised Land with with Matt Damon, uh that it's so exciting uh, and it's so germane to the problems. It is the way to to expose uh, where the world is. I mean, uh, Ellie, I, I don't I don't have it in front of me, but I saw something on Facebook that that showed a map 
of the of the many countries, the myriad of countries in the world that are engaged in protest. I mean, in Thailand alone, there's been they have protested and fought against uh, a corrupt government that's gone on for uh, I guess the 11 years that I've been here, and they they one one prime minister who was like you know one of the one percent. Uh, he was uh, tried and found guilty and was sentenced to three years in, in prison. Very powerful gentleman by the name of uh, Taksin Shinawat. And, but he, uh, he escaped from the country and he uses his money to travel around and, and try to, to reinstall his, his power clique uh, in the Thai government. And uh, it's, the protests are, are incredible in, in Thailand. In fact, Yesterday, I saw that the that the government uh, workers were saying if 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 this government didn't get completely out of out of out of the out of their position, uh, they were going to go on the the all the gov- government workers were going to go on strike. That was that was yesterday. So this kind of thing is going on all the world all over the world, but not enough in America. Our protests are rather weak. We need to we need to gather our voices and use our social networking for facing the important critical issues of today. Posting a picture of yourself as a selfie, this term it it, it mind boggles me when we have this tool available. So stick with us. We need to cut away to a break and we'll come back with my guest, Peter Alexander. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Wildlife. No wild, no life. Big. Scary. Beautiful. Predators are in danger. Without them, our rivers dry up, our forests don't grow, our communities go hungry, our biodiversity crumbles. Wildlife drives our planet's ecosystems. The wild effect, it's in our hands. Ellie founded Wild Eyes Foundation because she loves Africa and to remind us that there are more harmonious and less destructive ways to live on our planet. She does this so we may be able to look inside ourselves and understand the deeper partnerships that connect us all and to take responsibility for our lives and our Earth. Africa is one of our last remaining wild places and the origins of humanity. It is irreplaceable. Africa is at a crossroads, on the brink of possibilities. We can choose to let its wildlife be lost forever, or we can help save it. In Africa, it is still possible to make a difference. Visit us at www.wildeyes.org to learn how you can make a difference. We only have one Earth. If we don't care, who will? W-I-L-D-I-Z-E dot O-R-G. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You 
are listening to Ellie Weiss and Our Wild World. We want to hear from you. Call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. If you'd rather send us an email, please send it to wildeyes at wildeyes.org. That's W-I-L-D-I-Z-E at W-I-L-D-I-Z-E dot O-R-G. Now, back to our wild world. And welcome back. This is Our Wild World with my guest, Peter Alexander. And as you can tell, we have a lot of really critical, high-profile issues today. So between discussing this tool of the Internet, a fabulous venue and forum like Facebook, where many people are spewing vitriol and saying that the, thinking that this is an action. Well, Peter and I have been discussing, and I think many of our listeners, is to make use of this tool. And during the break, Peter and I were talking about, and he mentioned a good phrase, we're playing the victim. And there are real victims out here in the world, such as the girls that are falling through the cracks. And uh, But we have an opportunity to speak up. So Peter, you were telling me about some of your ideas of how to use this tool, how we can go from being the victim and speak up. Well, we have 15 minutes, uh, and, and I will get right into it now. Uh, uh, we, we know about crowdfunding, which is a fantastic uh, thing, a fantastic method for funding uh, all kinds of projects. There, there, there is Pub Slush, which is a, uh, fund, uh, which is a uh, crowdfunding Kickstarter. organization. There's a lot of them. Kickstarter, but Pub Slush is one particularly for books. Uh, there's Indigo, Indie, uh, Indiegogo. Indiegogo for motion pictures. And so those are all good, but it takes, uh, uh, Ellie, as you and I have discussed, it takes organization, people to, to get people uh, aroused, to, to invest a little bit, to donate a little bit of money and get, get some things made. I did, I did some calculations. And a motion picture such as 99 would uh, would cost about twelve million dollars to produce now that seems kind of difficult and it is difficult unless you start to think about uh the think the globally <laughs> think globally and yes because it is a global project the film would be seen all over the world global a global project and if if uh, if uh, let's see if each person gave five or ten dollars and through a Facebook audience of millions, if not billions, then it's kind of a no brainer. Exactly, exactly. And what's even better is is yes, if, if those people put in five or ten dollars or, or fifteen dollars or whatever, um, or more <laughs> we can become we when I say we the disenfranchised people that are suffering with, with uh, fighting for homes, needing money to to uh, hire lawyers and and uh, uh, get off the street and so forth. This money can can go into a company that produces films, and then from films there are ancillaries like the music that goes into the film, the books that come from it. I'm writing a book right now based on the movie script. That book can be sold as well as 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 the movie. And, and what, you're, uh, what you're saying here is that if we gather together as a global community, we have power. 
We have a voice. We no longer need to be a victim of the 1%. And we can speak up and we can accomplish. Uh, the, our imagination is, is the only limit. Uh, imagination is the key, yes. Imagination and creativity. I don't watch the, the, the network. Uh, I, don't, I don't watch mass media. I don't read mass media because none of the stories that, that tell the truth about what's really happening in the world, be it about the M370 uh, 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 plane that disappeared. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of different stories about that that uh, do not exist in the mass media. So I, almost, we- I almost hesitate to use the word conspiracy or paranoia, but folks, this is where we're getting in terms of our mass media being controlled or certainly bent by the one percent the one percent owns uh uh i think six companies own all the major media in the world i it's hard for me to keep up with all the details but it is something like that anyway folks listening can can uh, uh certainly google uh these these topics that we're talking about and see how many companies own all the mass media just put it up in google and you'll find out I do a lot of research like that. Well, the same thing has happened across the board in so many ways. From uh, It basically leads to corporate power, corporate personhood, controlling the rest of us and us not liking it and saying we have no avenue to change it. That's the worst thing I can possibly hear. And you were talking about it. Um, people whining. Um, take the same two minutes and make your voice be heard with some... Uh, con- condu- condu- um, c- constructive criticism, some ideas that pull people together. Well, everybody, anybody, no matter how, almost anybody, no matter how disenfranchised can invest or donate, I should say, I don't want to get in trouble with the SEC, <laughs> donate $10 to an entity that, that uh, could be created by wild eyes or 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 by friends of wild eyes, uh, uh, your your entity, and ten dollar donations by millions of people who are unhappy with the direction of the planet, the weather, their 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 lack of lack of power uh, uh, to 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 affect uh, change in their own improvement in their own lives. Ten dollars. Anybody, just about anybody can afford, and if enough people do it, we can make a big entity, a big company that that tells the stories that we want to tell, because it's not that difficult. You know, there are there are famous movie actors and actresses who want to be part of these kinds of movies, and they are, such as Matt Damon and, and, and quite a few others, um, and we can do it. Well, what you bring up is very exciting in terms of the Internet, uh, crowdfunding, and entities. In terms of crowdfunding, when we, those of us who feel voiceless, speak up and use our voice and we crowdfund something such as what Peter is talking about and what we're discussing today, then the control is not in one person's hand. The fear that your money will be misspent when the crowd is responsible for being a source for the voice and for picking and publishing the the projects 
then we all are participating. Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's what has to be done. Cooperation and coming together and not acting as victims. Those are the, those are the, the key things that we have, to, we have to do. And use our imaginations and create. Create the products that we want to see. Tell the stories that we want to, be, to see t- uh, told. And which is really obvious if you spend any time on Facebook or uh, perusing through the Internet and going off on tangents. There are a lot of voices out there speaking up. So, listeners, speak up. The world is listening. That's uh, Voice America's tagline. And um, as I've always said, you know, we need to come together. It's not about pointing fingers and placing blame. The same old argument just keeps us going in circles. We need to break out of that and Earth is hiring. We're looking for creative, imaginative, imaginative people to recreate, reimagine, renew where humanity can go. Well, we have to organize. We have to find honest, reliable, credible people, such as you might be able to find through Wild Eyes, people, people that we can trust and, and uh, put together an organization that raises, you know, $10 from millions of people. I mean, if 10 million, the 10 million evictions that have happened since 2007, don't you think from that source there would be $10 from many millions of people and, and that those people, when, when the movie is made and the grosses start coming in from worldwide box, office, box offices and we start to distribute that money to... Uh, to the people who needed to save, uh, you know, save their homes or save their families, feed their families decent food. I mean, that's a whole other issue that we can get into. What kind of what kind of food is being forced upon us, and the poisons that are in it? But uh, you know, we have to uh, organize uh, and trust the people that we're working with, and uh, that's pretty much what will accomplish a change. So we have to collaborate, we have to communicate, and we have to cooperate. And we can start that, each person can start that at any time by joining in uh, with Peter's Facebook page, uh, Project 99, and check out MUBU, the series, because we're at a turning point in our, our world history. We're facing unprecedented challenges in every subject that we cover today. But that means also we're, face, we're facing unprecedented opportunities to create and tip this paradigm shift toward the world that we want rather than sit back complaining and whining about what we're not getting. We, all of us, can make it happen. Absolutely. So I'm not quite sure where we are on time here, but... Um, Let's talk just a little bit about Kennebec Entertainment. And is, is it still going on and is it still uh, a, a venue, a forum uh, oh, for, for your work or have you moved on? No, no, but it's, but it's a one, at the moment, it's a one-man company. It's me. Kennebec is, is me. And I have, I have uh, projects, as you know, about uh, uh, Baby elephants being trafficked, the earth trembled, that's what that's about, and it's quite quite a, a uh, interesting project where 
an American woman goes to goes to uh, Thailand to experience a uh, um, an elephant camp, trekking trekking on an elephant, and in, in the process of doing that, she discovers that baby elephants are being taken away from mother elephants and sh- and being and being uh, cruelly trained to work in uh, in uh, uh, ent- uh, elephant shows. Uh, so that's what that that movie is about. So and, uh, we're heading into a world, it sounds like, Peter, what we've talked today. We've got just a couple minutes until we close that um, abuse, cruelty, uh, disenfranchisement, slipping through the cracks seems to be the order of the day. And we're sitting back wondering why this is allowed to happen when actually, if we speak up, we can turn this around it's about money it's about exploitation and and that's got to be it's got to be stopped there are many people like yourself who are who are fighting that and uh uh if we don't turn it around i have another book very briefly mentioned because you will hear about it called uh, beneath and it's about cataclysms that occur to the planet in the near future uh, uh, uh earthquakes and tornadoes and so forth so that it forces the hero of my book and his niece to go to live underground for quite a few years and uh, so that's the whole that's something about the environment and about uh, 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 the crossover uh, connections yeah uh, earth uh, climate change climate change climate change which well, is definitely happening well absolutely it's definitely happening and my listeners and audience will know that um, I'm not a climate denier. And uh, what we have to do basically in, we've just got a, a minute or so left is we need to understand that we are not voiceless, that we do have a voice that we need to speak up, that as the 99% of the world, we do have a power that we are letting be taken away from us when I really keep, it's I up keep, to each of us to take it back. I keep saying, Ellie, we have the numbers. 99% uh, should mean more than a number. At, well said. Well said. And I'm just going to repeat that. 99 is more than a number. We have the numbers, but it's about much more than that. So, um, which it is. So, once again, I'd like our listeners to uh, tune into Peter Alexander's Facebook page and uh, check out Kennebec Film because it could be turned into a much bigger avenue, forum, venue to uh, have the world speak up. Check out his Mubu series and the fabulous illustrations and uh, tune in to what's going on and take some responsibility to participate in our world. So, Peter, we're about out of time. I would like to thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy day to spend some time on with me on Our Wild World. Thank you for having me on The Wild World, and uh, I hope that we can work together to make some of these things really happen in a big way that, that helps save the planet and its inhabitants. And that's you, me, and everybody out there. So once again... This is Ellie Weiss and Our Wild World. Thanks for tuning in. 
stay tuned. We'll be back with more episodes, and I hope to have Peter back on. And please follow us on Facebook, uh, tune into my website at wildeyes.org, or send us an email at wildeyes at wildeyes.org and join the conversation. Until next week, this is Our Wild World. Thank you again for joining us this week. Be sure to tune in next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Our Wild World with your host, Ellie Weiss, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think about living with wildlife during the coming week and what you can do right now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 